Food Safety Magazine counted 456 recalls globally due to contamination, and each recall estimated to cost around $10 million. I'm Aparna, and I'm joined by my colleague Gerardo in today's episode of the Accelerate podcast. We're about to discuss food safety and the impact of emerging technologies in disrupting how we produce, package, and transport food products. 40% of consumers would switch to a new brand if they were offered more transparency. So, Gerardo, how do you think the industry is responding to this trend? Thanks, Aparna. Well, I think the most important thing we're seeing right now is uh, people are getting more conscious of uh, what their product is uh, is like, what is the com- what is being produced, where. Uh, it's basically more information uh, about it. What is more interesting for me as well is from the industry perspective, that information has always existed, but now we need to bridge those two gaps, right? How, do, how does a company have enough transparency and integrity mechanisms to share that information with customers? Uh, and that may be translated not only on systems tracking food, but also how does that translate to marketing? How does that translate to other areas of the business? So that message gets transmitted to the customer, and then how does the customer respond to that and be the customer an active customer? How they can influence also the way a company is actually managing, producing, packaging their foods. And food safety isn't really a new topic, is it? It's not at all. So uh, that's one of the, the interesting parts of it. The supply chain industry has been one of the most forward-thinking, uh, I will say, areas in, in manufacturing and, and across the globe in different companies from retail CPGs. And, and it has always been there. I think one of the fundamental shifts that are happening right now, it's because of all these demands to make this information more transparent, more available. Uh, it, there's so much scale that uh, a supply chain can can go in. Let's call it the air quotes here, the analog way, right? There's where that's where digital transformation comes handy, which makes it uh, more, uh, I will say, affordable, feasible, and effective way of connecting this information. The information already exists, and and sometimes that's, I will say, the the the, the double-edged sword is there's way, analog ways to solve most of this problems, but we need the digital vehicles to accelerate and enable this to all the audiences, including the customer. Yeah, and I'm reminded of this example uh, of ice cream production, where even if the temperature were to change one degree beyond the threshold, we'd have to completely reject that entire batch of ice cream. So that's a lot of wastage. Absolutely, and it's not only the fact that every ice cream that melts, because I think that's kind of the the delicate part of ice cream, if it melts, you discard it. It's sometimes in the supply chain, you might be unaware that ice cream have melt. There could be a malfunctioning in the transportation of the ice cream, it could melt uh, to a certain degree and then refrigerate and frozen back. And it's not something that the company, I wouldn't say that that gives you like a like a pass for not knowing, but you cannot afford to not know at this point in time. So now you have all the technologies and capabilities mm-hmm. to not only know when it happens, but also acknowledge and have a process to address those at any point. So where does technology play a role here then? I think technology plays a role in many different aspects of, of the food traceability. I think what's important is we need to evolve or companies need to evolve into a point that 
there was a, just a trust factor, right? You will see a label and you or, or a brand and you will say, yep, I believe that this is a trusted uh, a trusted product or a trusted food that I'm going to consume. Now we need to take it a little bit further and basically not only prove it, but there have been many cases of recalls, as you mentioned earlier in the, in, the, in the conversation, how those recalls actually impact the brand. So a lot of companies need to go from, let's say, from the negative perception of a product because of a recall to coming back to a product that is pretty well trusted uh, across the audience. So technology brings two main things. One is effectiveness, so you can do this in a very cost-effective, in a very uh, agile way. But the other thing is the opportunity to take that information that technology brings you and not only improve your supply chain, but also think of other business models that you can actually have between, let's say, the producer and the transportation company, the transportation to retail. Like Now there's more opportunities for synergies, uh, for partnerships, and for even, uh, I, I will say, accurate share responsibility about the, 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 the state of the product. Absolutely. And uh, one of my favorite partnerships is the one that Microsoft has with Bueller, where we've actually solved for a major food safety issue with them. So Bueller was facing a lot of problems due to lack of connectivity, transparency, and traceability in their food supply chain. And that caused a lot of wastages and inefficiencies. They were also battling mycotoxin contamination in the entire process. What we did together with them is developed a blockchain strategy using multi-layer QR code labels to track their grain and ensure it's being handled according to regulations across their supply chain. We also augmented their physical machines with an AI-enabled insights platform to ensure all grain had been processed toxin-free eventually help them with uh, this transparency issue and uh, allow them to digitally verify their grains as it passed through their supply chain and assess any contamination and alert all parties with real-time updates to avoid uh, a public safety issue. And I think, if I may add to that, one of the key elements of the, of the Bueller partnership was uh, it, it was basically a proactive initiative. How did mm-hmm. they proactively increase uh, or, or improve that transparency, but it also has a lot of byproducts or after effects to that. So the ability to have a better relationship with the producers of the grains because they can basically confirm where there's toxin present or not. And even having, having in their case, the blockchain uh, network for everyone to validate and everyone to basically commit to their step in the supply chain really amplifies the the value that Bueller made. So it's it's interesting how all these technologies together really impact even the bottom line profits across the entire company, but it all starts with being more conscious of how are you managing your supply chain and then getting partners and everyone on board in a very effective way through technology. Absolutely, so they're hitting triple bottom line impact there. Absolutely. So what are the common misconceptions one, one is obviously that IoT, although a very exciting space, actually belongs in the future, which is not really the case, is it? That's the, actually true. So it's 
starting with IoT, IoT is basically a, a very common technology right now, and, and it's so accessible that we can see it being accessible in the agriculture space, production, transportation, at any, at any point in the supply chain. If we take it from seed to fork, it, it's, it's now being part of many different uh, areas. And, and I think the key is not just going for the IoT concept, that's just the Internet of Things, what can I expect? But in reality is you can get sensors that tracks a uh, small amount of information, specific amount of information at a very affordable price, and then sophisticated sensors that would maybe cost thousands of dollars, and they, they actually do more collection of information. I would never advise to go to the expensive option. Start collecting information. Start understanding what is it really that you want to know. It could start at simple thing as temperature control. It could start as humidity control. Something that really will tell you, and if you correlate that information with your current supply chain or process, it will start giving you more insights. And then you can make that information transparent. Let's say we're talking about recalls and to the customer, you can give uh, certain assurance that your environment has been under certain conditions. If I use the ice cream example, how mm -hmm. can you validate and ensure the integrity of that, let's say, three degrees, minus three degrees that you have consistently achieved throughout the entire supply chain? That's what build trust, and that's what really, really enable uh, and make it affordable. But to your point, again, this is not more of a cost conversation is more of a value conversation because Absolutely. don't see it just directly as how the sensor cost, but really the effects in entire supply chain. And again, we talk about the bottom line, how that can be uh, always a good result or a positive result from the analytics perspective. Absolutely. So basically start off with uh, a workload department where they're seeing a lot of wastage and where we can actually track clearly the economic value derived from putting the technology in, into place. So that way you're tying it back to business value. Absolutely. And those are the conversations we're having with customers right now is defining what is the definition of waste? How do they want to measure it from dollars, from product, from uh, all, all the different aspects in the supply chain can be measured. It could be uh, gas or, or electricity spent in the transportation. Like mm -hmm. that's how you start identifying the points. I think the best way to start is identify the key areas that you see in your current process that potentially are areas of waste. And that's normally how we approach clients. We go there and we basically start measuring. We start measuring and validate. A lot of these are hypotheses, but it's the I think the big value is these sensors are reliable. Data will give you that reliability to validate your hypotheses, but then you'll have clarity and transparency. So then when you go to the customer and make a statement, it's a well-founded statement, not just something that you might forecast and you might be wrong, right? That's what happens with forecast mm -hmm. and that's where part of the the lack of trust could could happen there's no doubt that this is a pivotal time for the industry especially given that the global food retail market is set to hit a staggering eight billion dollars by next year pioneering emerging technologies such as blockchain and iot is the only way to keep pace with the growing market and with it the safety and quality demands and the last point I also want to highlight is that there's definitely in the supply chain and in the conversation, we already bring those two points of comparison. Is there an analog way to do it? Absolutely, there is. So it, it's not necessarily that technology will bring you value just because technology brings value by definition, but it's mostly how you can actually scale your current analog process to a higher level. And I think that's the that's the, the 
the big discussion that I'm having with customers is, yes, can I add three, two more employees in the supply chain and solve this problem? Absolutely. It's, it's have clear business objectives of what you want to do. If you really want to scale, if you really want agility, you want a quick turnaround, and you want to react faster to the market, digital technologies will bring you that. But it's not necessarily the way, but it's based on your objectives, define what you want to do. So that's where IoT becomes valuable, where blockchain mm -hmm. becomes valuable. Like blockchain is a good conversation where you are willing to partner with your partners in the supply chain or with the other members in the supply chain. How do you want to make that work, right? You need to start caring about their problems as well as yours. So those are the business incentives. It all starts with business, how those business incentives, objectives, or challenges will be addressed, and that's where technology can help. Absolutely, and when everybody in the industry is starting to explore it, we shouldn't be left behind either. Absolutely. All right, thanks for listening to the Accelerate podcast. Reach out to us on LinkedIn or follow us on social media at Microsoft Canada to keep the conversation going. See you next time. Thank you.